Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Well, tonight I want to ask you to turn with me to the book of Psalms. Psalms 121. Now, I realize that we looked at Psalms 121 last year. And for those of you who keep track of of where I preach from and things like that, but I believe this passage of Scripture is very poignant for us tonight in the situation that we're in. And I realize that uh, many times uh, when I preach, I don't preach about uh, current events and things like that too often uh, because I want uh, you to understand that uh, this scripture is is applicable to us at all times. But uh, one of the things that that uh, we hear over and over and over again is situations in which people feel as though they are uh, uh, in a situation of needing. Uh, 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 help from God, and help is is one of the most poignant uh, words in in the English language. It's a word that uh, ultimately admits that we're in a position of need. It, it shows humility uh, to show that uh, uh, we are willing to accept uh, assistance from someone else. And because of that humility, it shows uh, the fact that we're not proud and that we're uh, not only uh, not proud, but we're not, uh, but that we're broken and that we're not arrogant to the point where we uh, don't allow someone else to, uh, to give us uh, some kind of help. And, and I, I think uh, uh, it's one of the hardest things for many times for us to say to another person person is, is I need help uh, because so often uh, we're uh, too uh, stubborn to accept help. We're too arrogant to admit that we're in a situation where we can't uh, take care of the situation ourselves, and and so oftentimes uh, you see people that are are uh, unwilling to ask for help because they uh, uh, have never uh, accepted help from other people, and uh, they feel like it's a sign of weakness and, and help. It's a cry of of a mother. Uh, with uh, several children and dogs and cats and parakeets at home and and a husband that is away on on a business trip or uh, in a situation where he's always busy and doesn't have time for uh, for the uh, problems at home uh, help is a word that that mother cries out it, it's the cry of a college student who sits down uh, to class and and uh, realizes uh, this is one of my greatest fears in college was uh, going to class and and realizing that I had a project due that day or uh, there was a test that was about to uh, commence and I hadn't studied a bit for the the, the test because I uh, lost track of the days and didn't realize that it was test day. Uh, help is the cry of a man uh, sitting at a table surrounded by a stack of unpaid bills uh, with children that are hungry and in a bank account uh, that. 
uh, doesn't have anywhere near the amount of funds to be able to uh, to pay for the things that are needed and no job in sight. Help is the word of a of a woman. Uh, who's poured her life into the health and uh, well-being of her home uh, for years and years. And, and a husband uh, that she adores walks in and says, uh, Hey, uh, I'm just going to leave. I, I, I don't love you anymore. I've met someone else and uh, walks out of the home. Help is the cry of a, of a teenage boy whose uh, self-esteem is found in in. Uh, a drug-induced stupor and uh, whose uh, friends uh, are those who supply the drugs and no one else. Uh, and help is the, the cry of, of someone who uh, is just all alone and, and doesn't have anyone to turn to. Uh, maybe you found yourself in a position where you've needed help. Uh, maybe you've been in a situation where you're uh, a thousand miles away from family and and you find yourself uh, with a broken down car and uh, no way of getting anywhere and uh, no uh, hope of, of finding any help from a family member uh, and the only hope that you could possibly find is uh, turning to God and there's an old uh, uh, psalm uh, that so many times uh, that we turn to in this situation, Psalms 121, and it's a beautiful psalm, uh, 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 and it's a song of ascents, which means uh, uh, this is a song that was used by those uh, going to worship. Uh, the uh, the city of Jerusalem was set on a hill, and and uh, the highest point of that hill uh, is where the temple uh, sat. Uh, and uh, any time that people went uh, to the temple, they ascended to the temple. Uh, they uh, any time they went to the temple from another city in Israel. Uh, going to Jerusalem, they would go up to Jerusalem. And many times the worshipers would sing songs as they would ascend uh, the hill that goes up to uh, the temple and they would uh, sing this song. And it says, I lift my eyes into the mountains and where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip and he who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. And the Lord watches over you and the Lord is is your shade at your right hand and the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night and the Lord will keep you from all harm and he will watch over your life and the Lord will watch over you your coming and your going both now and forevermore it says my eyes lift up into the mountains where does my help come from uh, this is reminiscent of uh, the experience of Israel as they were coming out of Egypt and uh, they uh, were very much in need of help as they were uh, going into uh, Mount Horeb and 
the Mount of God where they first uh, came to uh, visit uh, and and see the presence of God for themselves. They were coming out of Egypt, and of course you remember they uh, were in such uh, a dire strait as they uh, came to the Red Sea, and uh, all around them uh, was vast desert, and there was uh, the Red Sea, and and uh, behind them was the uh, the greatest army in the world at the time, the Egyptian army, and uh, their uh, literally between a rock and a hard place as they uh, find themselves out there in this wilderness and uh, they turn to Moses and they say you know what did you do bring us out here into the wilderness to just simply uh, be uh, killed were there not enough graves in Egypt uh, did you uh, have to bring us out here to die and and of course uh, God uh, comes in and, and brings deliverance to them uh, and opens up the Red Sea and allows uh, the people of Israel to cross over on dry ground. And then as they uh, turn around and uh, they view the uh, the uh, army of Egypt coming through the sea, uh, God closes up the Red Sea and uh, and causes the army to uh, to become uh, stagnant in the quagmire of the sea and and they drown and and literally uh, God delivers them from this uh, army uh, without them uh, lifting a hand uh, and uh, this is is not the Reed Sea it's not a, a little uh, uh, creek that they could cross over without any problem. This was a, a giant, uh, 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 vast uh, body of water that God opens up for them to be able to cross over and and to seek the refuge on the other side. And, and as they see the uh, the army of Egypt being destroyed, they lift up their voices and they worship and they celebrate and they go on to the um, to Mount Horeb where they come face to face with God and, and they uh, begin to worship God. And that's where, of course, they receive the Ten Commandments from God and uh, they so this is Im, Im, an image of that scene in which uh, they uh, uh, remember seeing the uh, presence of God and uh, David asks, I lift my eyes into the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who is the maker of heaven and earth. Uh, this is the very image of God who has delivered the people of Israel uh, from the uh, the the very real threat of death death uh, from uh, the Egyptian army and uh, he says I'm not going to let your foot slip and uh, of course David is writing this uh, uh, generations after uh, that incident of them leaving Egypt and he says but all of them are aware of this and all of them this is something uh, that is so familiar to them uh, it's more familiar than uh, you may have of uh, images of or uh, thoughts of 
Sunday school lessons that you remember from your childhood. Uh, this is something that every child would remember and, and all of them would be aware of. And, and so he says, My help comes from the Lord who is the maker of heaven and earth. He is the one who's not going to let uh, our foot slip and he's going to watch over us uh, and he will not slumber. This is another image of God uh, on another mountaintop. Uh, this is an image from uh, uh, 1 Kings where Elijah is uh, battling the, uh, the, the, prof, uh, the priests of Baal uh, up on Mount Carmel. And he is, uh, he, uh, King Ahab of uh, the king of Israel, is uh, the king of Egypt is, uh, not king of Egypt, the king of Israel has... Uh, uh, not following God, and he's allowed this uh, princess from a neighboring uh, kingdom, uh, Jezebel, to come in and marry her, and he's allowed her to, to pull him away from uh, the worship of, of the one true God, and he's allowed her to set up all of these places of worship to Baal and these Asherah poles, which is a companion uh, deity that, that was always uh, present with the worship of Baal. And uh, Elijah has come in and he's trying to uh, pull the people of Israel back into the worship of God and eliminate these prophets of Baal. And he said he has a challenge. He says to the uh, to them, meet me on the top of Mount Carmel, and uh, we'll duke it out. We'll uh, we'll have a test. And you remember, uh, uh, there was uh, three years of of drought that Elijah had called upon God uh, was was. Uh, instructed by God to pray and and it would cause a drought to come as a result of israel's sin and and he at the end of this drought uh, goes up to the top of Mount Carmel and and says, "Hey, have all those uh prophets of Baal come and and we'll have a challenge and he uh, they build two altars one altar to the pro uh, for the prophets of Baal and one altar for uh, for God uh, for Elijah to call upon God and he he says y'all go ahead and and uh, call out to Baal and if he allows the lightning to come and and to cause uh, fire from heaven to fall on the altar uh, we'll know that he's the real god now baal was the uh the god of lightning uh the god of weather uh he was worshiped as a fertility god uh asherah poles uh asherah was a, another fertility god and that's why they were uh worshiped in conjunction uh, they were uh those who worshiped baal uh believed that that baal provided uh the rain to fall so that uh, their crops would be good and uh, so uh, the prophets of baal said well we got this in the bag uh, we we know that baal will uh, cause uh, fire to fall from heaven so that uh, we can prove that he is truly a god and and so they uh, they cry out to Baal and they uh, do all kinds of stuff and Elijah says to him hey uh, why don't you cry a little bit louder 
after they've been crying out to Baal for hours and hours, he says, hey, maybe Baal is, is asleep. Maybe he's on vacation. Uh, and they start cutting themselves and they cry out. And, of course, uh, Baal doesn't uh, respond at all. And, and then, uh, of course, we know at the end of that period of time, uh, Elijah repairs the altar of God and he uh, causes, causes them to pour uh, uh, jugs and jugs of water over the altar and cuts up the, uh, the bull and places it on the altar, puts a trench around the altar and so all the water can be collected when they pour the water over the, uh, the, the sacrifice and the altar. And, and then he, he prays to God and God sends uh, fire from heaven, consumes the offering, uh, consumes and obliterates, uh, doesn't not, not only laps up all the water, but obliterates the altar and leaves nothing behind. And, and of course, everyone uh, bows down uh, to worship God. And, and then Elijah goes and, and kills all the prophets of Baal. And so this reference of uh, hey, God's not one who slumbers is, is another reference to their history. He says, indeed, he who watches over Israel will never slumber or sleep. And the Lord watches over you. And we need to just remember that during this time of, of great uh, uncertainty and this time of, of uh, continued isolation as a result of uh, the decrees sent out by the different governors uh, to uh, to keep isolating because of the uh, coronavirus and uh, the need to try and uh, eliminate the threat that's out there. Uh, we need to remember God is watching over us. The Lord is watching over you. The Lord is not asleep. He, it's not that He has forgotten us. Uh, God is the one who we will turn to in our time of need. Uh, he is the one who shades you with your right hand. He says, uh, he says in verse 5, The Lord watches over you and He is your shade at your right hand. He uh, the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. This again is a reference to history uh, for the people of Israel. They would uh, really remember uh, the, the protection that God gave them as they went through the wilderness, the protection of the cloud by day that led them through the wilderness to provide shade from the sun. Uh, uh, can you imagine trying to, to lead a million people through uh, the desert uh, and the, the great uh, uh, scorch, scorching sun, that, uh, the conditions that they must have faced, uh, but they were shaded by God. And that's why God used a, a great cloud by day, not just so they could see it, but so that that cloud would, would give them shade as they uh, walked through, through the wilderness. And he says, uh, nor by the moon by night, uh, what this is referring to is the fact that God used a pillar of fire through uh, the night as He led them through the wilderness. Uh, and many of you are, are not aware of the fact that uh, the desert becomes very, very cold at night because there's nothing to retain the heat uh, that is uh, given off by the sun during the day. So the desert is very cold at night, plus uh, uh, all the predators that uh, and all the animals that are hiding throughout the heat of the day come out in the night 
and that's when they hunt and that's when it's the most dangerous and here's a great pillar of fire uh, that led the Israelites that protected them as they uh, went through the wilderness at night and as they camped and so uh, he's saying God is going to be there he's going to shade you from uh, any harm and God is going to be there for us during this time of harm he will continue to protect us and shade us from uh, the the uh, threats that are all around us and verse 7 says the lord will keep us from all harm and he will watch over your life this time more than ever we need to remember that god is there for us he is watching over us he is giving us uh, all of the protection that we need uh, those of us who are uh, have family members that are going through times of great uncertainty need to remember that that god is there for us to provide for us the uh, the the comfort that we need to to understand that he is always there watching over us giving us uh, encouragement giving us the protection that we need and and god's going to help us through this time of of uncertainty and help us through uh, this time of great need in our life and as we are going through this time of 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 great loneliness and and a time of of uh, for so many for a fear a fear of the unknown a fear of not knowing whether or not uh, we will uh, contact a disease that we can't see we can't know whether or not we're uh, uh, coming in contact with it because some people may be carriers of it but not a uh, uh, and that show an outward sign of the disease. Uh, we, we don't know if uh, our family members are coming in contact with it as they go about uh, providing help for others. We just need to realize that God is there for us. God is, is watching over us and He promises us that He will keep us from all harm. He, was, he is watching over us. Isn't that a wonderful thing to, to realize that God is there. He is there to to, to watch over us, to protect us, to, to give us the, the comfort that we need, to give us the protection that we need, to, to help us through uh, even when we find that, that either our loved ones or even ourselves may come down with this disease. We know that, that we need to just trust in the Lord. We need to trust in, in Him and rely upon Him that we will uh, uh, take uh, uh, His hand and, and we'll be a, protected through this time. God is watching over us. He says, uh, the Lord is watching over you. The Lord is your shade. The Lord is your protection. He is the one. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I, I wouldn't want anyone or anything protecting me more than the the hand of God uh, uh, covering over my life in this time. He says, the Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming in and your going out both now and forevermore. And that's an assurance that we need to just uh, hold tight to. Where do you look to for 
comfort in this time. Don't look for the federal government to give you comfort. Don't look for your bank account to give you comfort. Don't look for possessions or or acquisitions or things that you have to give you comfort. Sure, they can help ease your uh, difficulties in certain circumstances, but my comfort comes from the Lord. I'm going to look to the Lord. My help doesn't come from these things. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And I hope, it's my hope and prayer that that you would call out to uh, the maker of heaven and earth to be your help in this time. Uh, Let him guide you and keep you from slipping. Keep your foot from slipping who watches you and will not slumber. He will watch over you and will not sleep. He is the one who will protect you. And it's my hope and prayer that you realize that God is there for you. God is the one who can help you through this difficult time. And so let's just uh, rely upon Him and trust in Him and give Him uh, our faith uh, to see us through. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we do uh, thank You so much for Your love. We thank You for uh, the comfort that we can find in You. We praise You, Father, for the fact that we can rely upon You and that in everything that we do, that we can trust You to, to watch over us and that You will see us through. Lord, we pray that Your hand would be upon us that you would overshadow us with your presence. Lord, that we might rely upon you and not anyone else or anything else to be there for us in our great time of need. Father, we just we just exalt you and worship you. And Lord, we just pray that your uh, comfort will be there for us. Uh, give us your strength. Give us your assurance. Give us your peace in this time of great despair. Lord, I, I pray for the many who are going through a great time of of uncertainty or their family members are either been exposed to this and there's a great possibility that someone out there that's listening to my voice actually has uh, COVID-19. Lord, we just pray that you would help them to continue to trust in you, rely upon you, and that no matter what may come, that they can rest assured that that uh, you have them within the palm of your hand. Lord, I pray that if there's someone that needs to to trust in you and rely upon you for salvation, that they would uh, rest in you so that they would know that they have that great assurance for all eternity, not just now, not just during this time of, of uncertainty, but for all eternity, that we can rely upon you. Lord, I pray that they would uh, give their heart and life to you, that they would say, uh, Dear Father, God, I, I'm a sinner. I, I don't uh, deserve your love, but you extended your love to me. And and I... Uh, accept the gift of salvation that was paid for me uh, on the cross of Calvary by uh, Jesus Christ. And I accept you into my life and I uh, welcome you in. And Lord, I pray that if there's someone that needs you that would pray 
uh, along those lines, Lord, that they would accept you into their heart and trust in you and rely upon you, that they would be able to uh, find the peace that comes uh, from the presence of the Almighty coming into their life, and that they would be able to uh, have that assurance for all eternity that they are a child of God and they will forever be uh, guarded in in the palm of your hand. Lord, I thank you for that assurance and I praise you for all that you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.